0: Hi, this is Professor of Photography, Jeff Curto, and welcome to episode number four of the History of Photography podcast. Episode number four, we're going to concentrate on an amazingly interesting photographer, James Vanderzee. Zee. Vander Zee, born 1886 and died in 1983, uh, was an African-American photographer who's best known for his portraits of black New Yorkers. And he was a leading figure in the Harlem Renaissance. The Harlem Renaissance was an interesting historical movement, a movement that spanned uh, most of the 1920s and the 1930s. And during that time, uh, it was known as the New Negro Movement included a wide variety of black thinkers and writers and artists, including James Baldwin and Langston Hughes and W.E.B. Du Bois, and musicians like Jelly Roll Morton and Louis Armstrong. In fact, the period gave rise to a style of piano playing known as the Harlem Stride Piano, or more commonly just Stride. Here's a little snippet from James P. Johnson, often referred to as the father of Harlem Stride Piano. Thank you. So that gives you a little bit of a sense of the cultural sort of stew that was happening when Van Der Zee, James Vander Zee, was making his photographs in his native Harlem. And Van Der Zee's photographs show the emergent black middle class, which he captured in photographs that were often very carefully posed and very carefully propped with the intention to create a sort of idealized look and feel. His goal was to ensure that each photograph presented Harlem, the Harlem that he knew and loved, uh, presented Harlem in its best light. In addition to careful control of sets and props and lighting, van der Zee's photographs were often heavily retouched to create an illusion. Not only the illusion of perfection, but also of a certain style and look, not only removing blemishes, but also adding things like jewelry and other accessories he would sometimes even do double images where he would create sort of the illusion of what might the what the future might look like uh, beyond the present of the photograph and aside from the artistic merits of his work vanderzee produced uh, one of the most comprehensive documents of the period especially since his photography concentrated on his own culture and showed the way he chose to describe it in the process, he crafted a dazzling record of middle class black life, a side of America that wasn't really seen at the time. And uh, really, that's an important part of Van Der Zee's uh, story was that he was really looking at his own culture from the inside and showing the rest of the world what that culture looked like. His work as a portraitist was in very high demand and his sitters often noted that he made them look better than they looked in real life, which was sort of one of the things that uh, he was really proud of is the idea that what his sitters could, could count on was that uh, their visage, their presence would look even better uh, than the real world them. He also photographed a number of groups, and this is an important part of uh, van der Zee's uh, legacy, too. Uh, in this case here, uh, in this photograph, the New York Renaissance, or uh, otherwise known as the New York Rens, or the Rens. The Rens were the first all-black, fully professional, African-American-owned basketball team, and they were formed in Harlem in 1923. And here's uh, van der Zee's photograph of the team itself. And here he has a photograph of a, a black Jewish church. And it wasn't just portraiture of individuals then that set Vanderzee Zee apart. He also did portraits of these social and religious groups, giving a more fully rounded view of his time and his place. Combining those group photographs with his carefully controlled portraits, we can begin to construct a pretty nice narrative about the time and the place that van der Zee lived in. As we often see in the world of photography, the camera and music seem to fit together, and van der Zee was no different. He was a violinist of some skill, performing regularly both before and after his involvement in photography. Another interesting aspect of van der Zee is that he continued to photograph throughout his lifetime. So not only do we have these great images of black citizens from the 1920s and beyond, but we also have images of people like Jean-Michel Basquiat seen here, an American artist, musician, and producer whose work coalesced with the post-punk hip-hop and street art movements of the 1970s and 1980s. And if we look closely at Van Der Zee's uh, body of work, we would also see uh, more contemporary black celebrities from the 1970s, uh, 1980s. Uh, So very interesting in terms of the way uh, that legacy continued on. It's also interesting that Vanderzee worked in relative obscurity from the larger photographic world until 1968, when a photo re- researcher, Reginald McGee, discovered a collection of about 75,000 of Vanderzee's photographs covering six decades, six decades of African American life. And that discovery resulted in an exhibition at the Metropolitan Museum of New York uh, entitled Harlem on My Mind in 1969. And after that, uh, Vanderzee Z's legacy was assured. He really uh, uh, became a sought-after photographer once again uh, by contemporary black culture uh, in the 1970s and beyond, and then again uh, died in 1983. On the uh, history of photography, webpage photohistory.jeffkerto.com i will uh, link out to a couple of uh, interesting vanderzee sites that you might find useful uh, in your continued research about james vanderzee born 1886 and died in 1983 thanks for joining me on the history of photography podcast and i look forward to seeing you next time Don't forget to check out the History of Photography class sessions available on the web at photohistory.jeffcurto.com or in the podcast feed. And while you're on the web, take a look at my other podcast, cameraposition.com, a podcast about the creative side of photography.